The portion of God's word that we focus our attention on this evening comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11. Jesus replied, and you experts in the law, woe to you, because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. Woe to you, because you build tombs for the prophets, and it was your ancestors who killed them. So you testify that you approve of what your ancestors did. They killed the prophets, and you build their tombs. Because of this, God in his wisdom said, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill, and others they will persecute. Therefore, this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets that has been shed since the beginning of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who was killed between the altar and the sanctuary, yes, I tell you, this generation will be held responsible for it all. Woe to you, experts in the law, because you have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves have not entered, and you have hindered those who were entering. Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. You ever get one of those mass mailings from a car dealership that had the little key on it? And if you were to show up and put that key into the ignition of that one car in the showroom, and if it started the car, well, then the car was yours. I have a very vivid memory. It's probably about 10 years old, and the Honda dealership in town sent one of those out. And I remember seeing that and just insisting that my dad take us down to try if that key was the one, just to see. And I remember being very optimistic, irrationally optimistic. This was the key. And looking back, now that I am a father myself, I, I can kind of understand where my dad was coming from, but he had the two choices, right? Do, do I just tell him that there's no way that this particular key could ever be with an automobile? It's way too cheap. Or do I take him down and just let him learn for himself? We went. <laughs> we put the key in. It couldn't even get it in. It wouldn't even go in the ignition, right? All those keys that they mailed out, I mean, man, it must have been thousands of keys. And not one of them was probably the key. They were just trying to get people to come down. There's a lot of people in the world who would love to know the key to life there's a lot of people who are putting out keys that turn out to be dummy keys. If you just follow these steps, something good's going to happen. If you just start eating these foods and you stop eating these foods, you're going to get healthier. If you take this pill once a day, every day, life's going to be better. If you make this change to your routine, you get your schedule arranged just right, and then everything will be solved. They're all fraudulent keys. None of them actually are the key to life. The key to life is peace with God. 
knowing that you have peace with God. The question is, how do you know? Our text is about church leaders who were taking the laws of God and making them seem attainable. The answer to the question, how do you get peace with God, was simple. Do these things, and you will have peace with God. And it was all a fraud. Jesus says to these leaders, Woe to you, because you load people down with burdens they can hardly carry, and you yourselves will not lift one finger to help them. It's the person who's full of advice, but will never actually go and help. That's what they were doing. They were telling the people, you just follow these simple steps and you will be able to keep God's laws. You will be at peace. But instead of opening the door to heaven, they were locking it shut. I think a good example is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. It's a period of time leading up to the Passover when God's people had to get all the leaven out of their house. Now, they didn't have the, what's, what's the brand? Is it Fleischmann's yeast or whatever it's called? That's like the only yeast you can find in the store, right? little package or a little jar. Well, they didn't do yeast like that. They got it right out of the air, and you can too. I kind of want to try this. You ever done a starter? You could put a little flour and water in a jar, and you can leave it out. Then eventually it'll start to bubble and gurgle, and you can put some more flour in there to feed it and a little more water. And If you do it right, you end up with a sourdough starter. There's yeast all over the place. There's yeast in the air. There's natural yeast everywhere. You could capture it, feed it, and use it to leaven your bread. Well, that's how people did leavened bread back in the day. They didn't get out the little foil package. They made it themselves out of the thin air. Well, during this festival, no leaven. Nothing made with leaven. No crumbs of any leftover bread made with leaven. It all had to be out of the house. And so part of the festival was cleaning the house, sweeping it out. And boy, did they have rules for how to do that right. But how could you know? How could you know you got it all? How could you be confident that there was not one crumb of the bread you baked last week anywhere in the house? How could you be sure? How could you truly know? You'd always wonder, did I do it right? Did I get it all out? And that was one of many rules. And the problem with these religious leaders is that they made it seem like the purpose of the rules was peace with God. No, the purpose of the rules was to show you don't have peace with God and you need help. You need it desperately. And next week, we're going to celebrate that help. We're going to celebrate the fact that the baby in the manger came to be what we can't be. He came to rescue us. He came to give us the peace that we crave. He came to give us the key to the kingdom of heaven. And the key to the kingdom of heaven is knowing that Jesus has done it all. That you have peace with God right now because of the work of Christ. Because of what he's done For you, that's how you have peace. That's the key of knowledge, knowing how you have peace with God. 
But before we, we get too close to saying, well, that was a them problem, we don't have that problem. We just need to be really honest about who we are and what we're like. We need to understand how we naturally like attainable things. We like it when someone tells us the peace is attainable. You can do it. We know the gospel. We know Jesus is the answer. We've heard time and time again, Jesus has done it all and yet realize that you are naturally inclined to slip back into the mode of thinking, I just need to do it right. It's attainable. I can do it. Your sinful heart, your sinful pride craves that knowledge. It craves that ability. It craves being able to be the reason that we have peace with God. Remember Jesus' words of woe to these leaders when you start thinking that way. Remember that the door is locked shut to the one who relies on himself. Remember that the one who thinks he can attain peace with God will be locked outside forever. And then look again at the manger and see the Son of God lying there. Understand that when we cling to the truth that Jesus has done it all, the door of heaven is flung open. We have peace with God right now. Jesus has done it all. You have a key that works. You have a key to heaven itself. Jesus is the key. Jesus has done it all. Don't ever rely on the fraudulent keys again. Amen.